Hey, Chloe, did we go for a hike this past week? You know what? We did. And we learned so much. Welcome back to Fact of Life with Chloe Noller and Maddie Grace Watson. You are listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Welcome back. We're so glad you're with us this week. Today, we're jumping into a personal story, but that one that relates to a lot of life questions that Maddie Grace and I have both been discussing recently. Last week, we were both on spring break um, from Hillsdale College, and I had the opportunity to go down to Maddie Grace's hometown in Arkansas, and it was such a blast. Um, And we went on a hike, and um, as we were kind of just thinking about this episode this week, we had a lot of discussions over spring break just about things going on in our life and things that we felt like we really could talk about and um, some wisdom that we've been learning recently. And so we wanted to just kind of tell you the story of the hike we went on, but how that hike relates to the things that have been going on in our lives, the struggles we've been facing, and how the Lord has been um, helping us through those times. So We're going to just talk about each aspect of the hike, kind of dive into a little bit of what went on there, but how that relates to something that we've been doing recently. Yeah, it's amazing how many little things you can learn from something like a hike and not really even like little things, but really just deep things that, you know, you take a break and you, once you take that break, you realize, oh, like I, all these things. And speaking of taking breaks, that's honestly one of the first things that we learned (laughs) going up the mountain we had two options and we chose the side where we were literally climbing up rocks which was so fun because you just like grab this like huge rock ahead of you and like haul yourself up and hope you know you don't slide down the mountain and we had some amazing people we were going up with but that was one of the first things we realized is we were going up and honestly it was very exhausting and we just like took a break And it wasn't until we took that break and we turned around that we saw the amazing view behind us. Mm -hmm. Like, it did not even cross my mind. But then I turned around and you, like, see the sun kind of as it's setting and this, like, amazing landscape behind us. Mm -hmm. And, like, it was just that break that made me be like, wow, like, God's creation is so beautiful. Yeah, it was such a great moment. And I thought, as we were just kind of thinking about, um, we, we... We kind of just sat down and we're like, what did we like learn and discuss over spring break? And then we're like, you know what? We went on this hike and it just relates so well. And one of the things that we had been talking about that we kind of struggle with is as Hillsdale students and just, I mean, our natural tendencies in general, both of us like to fill our schedules, to do a ton of things and, you know, to be busy. I I love to be busy. I love to be um, doing useful things with my time and that I feel, you know, are, are doing something good in the world. And I like to be, I like to be involved in that. So does Maddie Grace. And, um, you know, that's a wonderful thing, but oftentimes it's easy to lose sight of why we do those things and just get exhausted because with the academics, the things that we fill our time with, it gets very exhausting. And, um, oftentimes it can be just so easy to focus on you know, how exhausted we are or how much we've been doing and, and how we're, we're tired, we're not getting a break. But 
um, over this spring break, we kind of just got a chance to sit back for a second and relax and, you know, reflect. And it kind of just reminded me of this moment on the hike where, you know, we're hiking up the side of the mountain, bouldering up the side. It was so much fun. But when we stop, when we stopped to take a break, you kind of just like looked behind you. Like I would um, look behind me to see where everyone else was and how they were all doing. But then I would like look up and I just saw this incredible view. And that was, it was just so stunning. Arkansas is generally pretty flat. There's more Northern um, rolling hills and mountains in the Ozarks, but um, there's this really cool like point called Pinnacle. And it's just, it just is a pinnacle in the middle of a pretty flat area. And so everything around you just goes out and, and you feel like you're on top of the world. And it just really reminded me of this kind of time where, you know, the hike up was um, strenuous. You know, you're climbing up the rocks and it's pretty steep. And so you're just, you're literally climbing. But when you take a step back and, and look behind you to take a break, reflect on where you've come from, you get to see this beautiful picture behind you of of what's been going on that was there the whole time the view was there the whole time but I only noticed it when I stopped to look back and appreciate it and so as we're just kind of thinking about this we, we were just talking about how wonderful it is that when we're incredibly busy struggling with you know being exhausted we just gotta take a break sometimes and step back and look at the beauty of what God is doing in our lives You know, and I think that's something that honestly so many people can relate to because Mm -hmm. nowadays with, I think just modern society presses on everyone like, oh, we have to choose something to be doing at all times. If you're not doing anything, you know, you're lazy. If you're Mm -hmm. not doing anything, you have to find something to fill it with. And at least that's a lot of the pressure I felt. And I've seen a lot of people Mm -hmm. feel too. And in so many ways, I've seen myself, like Chloe was saying, like succumb to that pressure and it's not that I I fill my time with, like, bad things by any means. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you just get so used to the idea that, oh, if I'm not doing something, that means I have time to add something else. And that mm-hmm. means I have to go find something else. And because of this break that we took um, on spring break and these things that we learned, I, I've had some opportunities in the past couple of days, you know, like, oh, do I want to apply for this position? Or do I want to try out for this job? Or like all these different things. And it's like, no, like, let's take a step back. Let's look at what we're already doing. Let's emphasize like quality of those things over the quantity of things we're doing. And really try to prioritize that those those take a break moments, where instead of maybe literally standing on the mountain and looking back at the beauty of God's creation, doing it, sometimes literally, but also doing it figuratively stepping back and looking at everything you've done so far and how the Lord has worked through you in those scenarios and all of the good that he's done and just being appreciative for everything in your life but really prioritizing those those breaks in that busy life and appreciating everything around you Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting to note that like God does that on the seventh day of creation God rested God rested and and he calls his um his children to do the same, to take a Sabbath, to relax and focus on what truly matters in life. And as, you know, in the past three episodes we've discussed, like what truly matters is um, who we are in the Lord and giving glory to his name. That's what matters, you know, and if, if the things that we're doing are doing that, that's wonderful. But we are also 
finite human beings and we cannot just go, go, go forever. And it's important to rest. Take that, take that daily break on the Sabbath. And, you know, even in, in your day to day life, mm-hmm. take a second to just put your phone down, eat a meal and, you know, relax. I struggle with that myself. I'm very busy and it's hard sometimes to like make sure I get to the dining hall. But that's important to rest. Yeah, one thing that our um, academic counselor here at the college, Christy Meyer, an absolutely phenomenal lady, um, one thing she told me when I was in her office one day was on the weekend, maybe from like Saturday at dinner to Sunday at dinner, set that side of time and like you're doing no homework. And like that is your rest time. And no matter what, you have that time scheduled to not do any homework. And um, I... I wish I would abide by that advice more often Mm -hmm. because when I do, it is just, it is so, so rewarding. Right. Because you have that time to then put in, you know, to really do a good deep study of the Bible, to pray, Mm -hmm. to think, to get out in nature, to do a hike, um, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to reconnect with people that you haven't been seeing very often. Like you can be very intentional. And so Anyways, that was just one of the lessons that we we kind of learned as we were just thinking about this hike. Um, that was a wonderful moment, just getting to go up and see the view behind us, but realizing that throughout all of it, God has been working. Um, and even when we feel like it's difficult and we're spent, you know, taking a rest and appreciating and thanking the Lord for what he's doing mm-hmm. is so refreshing to the soul. Yeah. And, you know, one thing, too, about that hike up there as we were nearing the top, we could see all of, you know, looking back, we'd see all that behind us. We can see these little snippets of the beautiful view. We'd get to the top. You know, we were mm-hmm. still working hard to get the, to the top. And we could just, we could see part of the view, um, knowing that the whole view is waiting for us at the top. But it was so cool. You know, you just, you see that small little snippet of what you're going to get when you get to the top. And it, it's hard work to get there. But once you get there, you see that whole view. And, you know, there was like a river that we couldn't see from the side that we were climbing up. But you get to the mm-hmm. top and you see this beautiful river winding through some other hills and some forests. And it was just so cool to kind of put that into perspective, you know? Yeah, it really was. I, that was just something that we also discussed. You know, when you're going up the mountain, there are moments where you feel like all you can see are the, the steps in front of you. And or, or maybe just a little bit of a snippet of the view behind you. But when you get to the top, you just have this vista and you get to see this incredible creation. And so I feel like there's moments like that in our life where, you know, we have these goals we're working towards. And, you know, I mean, the most recent thing I can think of to me would be high school. Like, you know, that's four years of my life working through that, you know, knowing the goals that I have in mind. And sometimes it feels really like monotonous and the same but then you know you get to the top and you look at the vista you you know you get to the end of the last four years and you graduate and you look at all your high school friends that you grew up with and you know that's the time to move on and um find a new a new vista to attain to but I just thought that was interesting too because there's there's a verse in the bible like you know now we see in part but later we will see we will see fully and I just think that's so true you know we don't know all the truths about God we don't know all the you know, the deep mysteries of the Bible, but later we will when we are there in heaven with God. And um, we don't always, we're not able to see the big picture sometimes of what we're, what we're doing or what we're going through. But, you know, at some point you'll see the vista in this life or the next. Mm-hmm. And, you know, looking at the 
entirety of the hike, one of the things that really was a continuous kind of lesson or continuous factor was trust. Now, like looking back on it, it, it plays in here with like, you know, you're, you're on your way to the top. You know, there's gonna be amazing view. You can see snippets of it now, but you're, you're tr- just trusting. You're mm-hmm. trusting that getting to the top will be rewarding and looking at that like with our life too, you know, and you're, you should have to trust sometimes. You, you can't mm-hmm. see the whole picture, but it's trusting in God and trusting it, 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 it literally just trusting. <laughs> but you, you see that throughout lessons we've learned through the, the rest of the hike. And it's just such a big thing that is honestly very hard. Like it's a very hard thing. It's something I struggle with. And I think it's thing a lot of people do struggle with just trusting and um whether it's in others but specifically you know trusting in God that he can see the whole picture even when you can't yeah definitely and you know when you do make it to the top this was just something else we discussed it's so important to reflect back and be thankful for what the Lord has done for you um all over the Bible it says give thanks with praise and thanksgiving you know praise the Lord. And I don't know, like Thanksgiving is something that is so, so important. I think we, as a culture, completely take Thanksgiving for granted. We don't do it enough. We tend to focus on the things that are going wrong in our lives instead of looking at the things that God has been doing and the things that we can be thankful for. You know, I I find it so fascinating that America literally has a holiday entitled Thanksgiving set aside, but in our increasingly secular culture, I don't even know what that means. Like, how can you give thanks to something that doesn't, you don't believe in, you know what I mean? But here, when we are, you know, when we're working through things, when we get to the top of a goal that we've been working towards, or even just in those moments where we're, we're in the process, we're going up the mountain, when we take a step back to take a break and just look back, like, be thankful. I the, Yeah, there's just so many verses I could point to about being thankful, but there are just so many things that I'm thankful for. Like, and, and I, I found it through a couple circumstances that happened over this break. Um, it was easy to just kind of look at the, what was going wrong and what I didn't enjoy or what I didn't like, instead of looking at, at what I'm thankful for and the things that God has been doing, instead of focusing on the, the hard things to focus on the good things. And it changes your viewpoint when I sat down and just started writing out the things that I was thankful for, it just changed my mindset. And, you know, like I'm thankful for wonderful friends, for Maddie Grace's family and her for welcoming me into their home that week. And I'm thankful for the incredible food we ate that week. So good. Oh, so much better than oh. college dining hall food. Sorry, Hillsdale. Don't, but... don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's good for dining hall food, but, but still can't, cafeteria can't food. can't beat Wild Sweet Williams or... Ooh. Or burrito day, you know, just incredible places. Classic, thirsty Arkansas. Yes, um, you know, and I'm I'm thankful for God's creation and getting to see the beautiful sunset on our hike. And I'm thankful for good friends, and you know, um, I'm thankful for bookstores. You know, where we got mm. to go look through all the old books. But um, when you get to these vista moments, and even when you're just in the process, it's so important to be thankful to the one who gave it to you. Yeah, you know, we did this hike kind of, it was really our very last thing before we left. We did it at sunset, and then the next morning we woke up at 5.15 to drive back to college. So it was very much the last thing we did, but 
Um, there's really nothing quite like sitting like at the top of a mountain, especially as the sun is setting, but just looking at everything around you. It's a really good reflecting moment. And, you know, as Chloe's been saying, we, we've thought about all these things we are thankful for. And as we're sitting up there, and we're all just, you know, we, we've just hiked up. We're kind of out of breath a little bit. We're taking it in, looking around. And when you have all of that beauty and you're like, oh, this is great. God's creation. It really is kind of a good, inspiring moment that prompts you to be thankful, which is great, but um, definitely needs to happen more often in life, more mm-hmm. intentional moments. But it was cool because it was at the end of the week and just seeing like how thankful we were for that week of rest because we had had a pretty stressful and busy couple weeks before that. And then like we all we went into all of these like old antique stores and it was so cool finding these hidden gems that oh, shout out to besties antiques and treasures <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> it was really quite an interesting adventure just going through these like small towns in Arkansas finding these antique stores like I found this like sleeping pig ceramic that sits on the edge of your shelf and I picked it up and turns out it's also a music box like the absolute it's also holding a ceramic toothbrush I don't really understand so fantastic it's the most random thing but it just brought us like so much joy like just a little happy moment there um because it was so random but it's little things like that and just looking back on the week And I think it's important, like, sure, we had this opportunity to do that, sitting on top of this, like, beautiful mountain, watching the sunset, something that kind of prompts thankfulness. But Mm -hmm. it's also an important thing we need to do in our everyday life. Like, at the end of the week, looking back on those beautiful little happy moments and even looking back on those moments that were kind of tough in the moment. But when you look back on it, you realize how thankful you are for it. Um, Just making that an intentional moment in your day-to-day life. Yeah, I the week before spring break was probably the hardest week I've had at Hillsdale yet. Um, I was sick and there were midterms and papers due and it was just so much. But even in that, like, I just, there are a couple moments that stick out to me of where God provided um, a friend when I needed it or just the strength to get through the weekend because I, I do not know how I got my paper done, turned in, how I had energy to compete at our mock trial competition this past week and... Like, Which they advanced to nationals, by the way. Yeah, quick so quick shout out to them. <laughs> very, very impressive. Thanks, man. Um, super, super fun. But, you know, just to look back and just see the things that God has done and, and what I need to thank him for. First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 just hammers this home. And it doesn't say give thanks in the the good circumstances or give thanks when things are going really well. It says rejoice always pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Give thanks in all circumstances, even when you're having a tough week. God is with you and he is providing for you and you need only to look up from what what is going on to find the things that God is doing in your life. You know, even from the the joy of a, a, a cup in the, a cup of coffee in the morning, you know, getting you going or, you know, just just seeing a, a, someone smiling at you and giving you just a little bit of encouragement that day. Like there are, there are things even in, in dark moments that God is working and, and providing the hope for you. And so um, rejoice always, pray without ceasing and give thanks in all circumstances. Man, that was the, that was the top. It was great. It was a good reflection mm-hmm. Thanksgiving moment. Um, it was, yeah, it was so beautiful. Cause one of the, one of our friends that we were hiking up with, 
she had never really hiked a mountain before and which is totally crazy because it's still her personality but yeah I think also seeing the joy in her face at the top mm-hmm. and just like experiencing that beauty for the first time it reminded me to be obviously like that's one of the it's one of those views that you can't help but th- be thankful for but seeing someone experience it for the first time just like it's it's almost like I like work as a, I work as a student ambassador here, and it's seeing the joy on prospective students' faces when they experience Hillsdale for the first time. Yeah, and it's just one of the it's those type of circumstances that remind you why you love whether it's the hike, the view, or Hillsdale itself. That's um, just so reminds you to be thankful for it. Re- renews that that initial mm-hmm. joy that you have. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So then we had the hike down. Um, like Mandy Grace mentioned earlier, there are two sides to this mountain. One you can um, scale up through uh, like bouldering. And then the other side is just kind of a more leisurely trail down the side of the mountain. Um, going up, I think it would have been worse. But going down, mm-hmm. it would have so much better because, you know, dusk, the yeah. sun had set. We, we made the intellectual decision not to scale down the rocks um, as the sun was setting on the other side of the mountain, we thought that maybe doing that in the pitch black yeah. darkness was not the safest idea. Not ideal. <laughs> so, um, not great. props to us for not endangering ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So we had the hike up. It, it was this lovely moment and we learned a lot from that. But we also had the hike down and we had the parking lot and we had the Waffle House. Those are the three next things we're going to talk about and we'll talk about the lessons we learned from that coming up in the second segment it's just a reminder you're listening to radio free hillsdale 101.7 fm we'll see you after the break welcome back to fact of life with chloe noller and maddie grace watson You are listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Welcome back to the second half of the Fact of Life podcast today. We're glad you're back with us. We're discussing the hike that we took on spring break and the lessons we learned from that looking back. We were just about to talk about the hike down and what that meant to the both of us. Mighty Grace, how did the hike down correlate to relationships? Yeah, so the hike down was really interesting because, you know, going up, we're climbing up these boulders. It's this this huge thing and we're out of breath, just trying to get up. But on the way down, we were just, it was just walking a path down. We took the easy way and it was a great moment, a great opportunity to really build our relationships relationships with one another um one that I just saw that was really beautiful walking down in front of me Chloe was when it was with one of my friends from high school and they had never met before this past week but it was so I just I absolutely loved watching their friendship build um it was the most it was the cutest thing it was I just, I love both of them so dearly, but walking down, I just saw them walking in front of me and I don't even know what they were talking about, but just watching their conversation um, and then the two other people we were with, talking with them, you know, you're not focused on getting up or exerting all this energy and you just have that moment to be with one another and have these amazing conversations. Yeah, it was such a great moment for sure. And 
Um, my grace just has lovely friends from home. And so it was, it was so fun to get to know them and talk to them. But as you're kind of just thinking about, you know, what we learned or talked about and just have kind of processed over this past spring break was just kind of like this idea of relationships. Um, I know that, you know, as for Maddie Grace coming back to her hometown from college, you know, like she has all of her high school friends there, you know, going to um, school there. And so, you know, coming back to to a place where she knows she's known for her whole life and the friends that she loves dearly and, you know, coming back to them and for me, like making new friends. And, um, and, and so we just kind of were thinking about like what makes a good friend and you know, I think so often we can get caught up in, you know, what we want from something or someone with something that we've figured out that we've been told our whole lives, honestly, but something that really just does take uh, experience is that you should focus on being the friend you want to be um, or that you want to have instead of focusing on what you want. Um, I think it kind of plays into what we've been talking about in our past couple episodes, but like truly being self-sacrificial, looking outside of yourself. You know, God created us to be in community and desires for us to be in relationships with one another. And he stresses the importance of fellowship and building relationships with one another. We also need to be the kind of person that we we want. Yeah, it really is so easy to look, oh, like what are the like what are these friendships gonna give to me? Like mm-hmm. what are how are these friendships pouring into me? When, you know, as she just said, what kind of person are we to others is really a huge question in that equation. It reminds me of this video series we watched in my senior year of high school, our Bible class. He said um, his kind of like catchphrase for it was be the person, the person you're looking for is looking for. And he was discussing it in kind of the realm of romantic relationships. But I also think it applies to really any relationship in your life, whether that's a friendship or just anything that comes up. But being the person, the person you're looking for is looking for. But basically all that correlates to is just what maybe what kind of person are you looking for in a relationship or like what kind of person are you looking for for a friend? And it's also on on you to be the kind of person that's going to pour into them. I know in high school, we kind of thought that we were like, oh, like this like cringy little catchphrase, whatever. But when you actually look at it, I think he he was on to something there mm-hmm. with it's there's a lot of there's an element of self-sacrifice in it mm-hmm. and an element of really reflecting on yourself. It's not in a way that it's all about you, but in a way that it's all about them. And mm-hmm. how can you be the best servant that you can be through that? Right. I think that's following the example of Jesus. You know, he. Mm-hmm. He came to this earth and instead of, you know, claiming the, the glory and the fame that was due him, he he served others. He he lowered himself. Um, Hebrews talks about that. Then and in Psalm eight, like made for a little while, I was made lower than the angels, um, like the God of the creator of heaven and earth becoming lowly for us. What better example of you know, of of sacrifice. Like we have one who has done the ultimate um, self-humbling and self-sacrifice and we can follow that example um, because, because Christ did. And so, you know, relationships are so important. And I, as I mentioned, like God created us to be in relationships. I know for myself, I'm an extremely relational person and relationships mean a ton to me. 
and and things that go on in relationships mean a ton to me. And it can be very easy to get caught up in what I want or what I think I deserve from a relationship based on what I've done or what I think I've done. And I just don't think that that's a helpful way of or a good way of of being in a relationship. It makes you it makes you the focus of it and no one wants to be around that kind of person. You know when you're mm-hmm. focused on yourself. We like we have we know those people who just talk about themselves the whole time and they're not fun to be around. You don't n- mm-hmm. normally tend to gravitate towards someone who talks about themselves. And you know like it it's it's so easy to talk about yourself and I find myself doing it all the time. And I'm like, "Girl, literally no one cares." Like you need to be listening be a good listener and listen to their story and learn from their story and be an encouragement to other people and yeah be quick to listen and instead of quick to talk ah yes Maddie Grace is pulling up a great verse so it's from James 1 19 um through 20 and it says know this my beloved brothers let every person be quick to hear slow to speak slow to anger for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. I absolutely love that verse because it's like mm-hmm. it, it really does emphasize, you know, when you, I think it's it's interesting how he says like be quick to hear and like slow to speak and then slow to anger comes. And I really f- believe like those first two really tie in to the slow, slow to anger because if mm-hmm. you're taking that moment to kind of step back and just listen mm-hmm. and not worry about being the next one to talk um, it also affects being slow to anger and that absolutely affects your relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's something, it's just, it's phenomenal whenever you start paying attention to others and not yourselves Yeah. and how anger ties into all of that. It's just, it's an amazing thing. I know, um, my mom has always loved this verse. So she, I think she has like a bracelet with the, the like phrase on it and like all these different things. So that has just like always been something in my house all, all these years which has been so cool, so cool to see. Always there on the forefront of my mind. Yeah, for sure. I just think it's important to be asking the question, like, what kind of person are you being to other people? Mm-hmm. You know, are you being a kind and gentle, loving person? Or are you focused on yourself and what you want and what you feel like you deserve from a relationship? Um, Ephesians 5 talks a lot about how we should... Um, be living as as children of God. And it says, therefore, verse five, I mean, sorry, (laughs) Ephesians five, verse one says, therefore be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. I think it's, it's wonderful. Um, All of Ephesians five really just, just gives a, a great look at how we are supposed to live in relationships. It talks about wives and husbands, children and parents, and um, just gives this good picture of being imitators of Christ. As Christ has loved us, we can love others. That was our hike down the mountain. Now, something that happened after that, as, as we mentioned, this was a sunset hike. So we walk down the mountain and we get to the bottom and we had a decision to make because we had come up one side and gone down the other side. And there are parking lots on both sides of this mountain. And as we get down to the bottom, some of the group was said, hey, we're back at the parking lot. Yay. (laughs) And we're like, hold up. That doesn't work because we went up one side and down the other. So we can't end up at the same parking lot we left. 
<laughs> it was so funny because like the way it is there's there's one trail that goes off to the right and there's one trail that quite obviously leads to the parking lot but it's still like a little bit of a ways like you mm-hmm. sort of walk the rest of the way down the mountain to get to the parking lot and like our friend who was driving was like no that is my car like i <laughs> am 100 percent certain that that is my car um and so we just had to sit there and i was like no like i, I really don't think that's your car like i i promise you that is the, our parking lot doesn't even look like that like I, so we, we had to decide, like, are we going to, like, there's that short route. If that mm-hmm. is our car, you know, it's just right there. But if it's not, the sun is almost gone and we're venturing into these dark woods. And it's like, it'll be like double the time. Like, like <laughs> it's it's like a mile and a half around the mountain. So is it, oh, it takes us, we'd walk around the entire base of the mountain. Or like, we, we had this incredible decision to make. But um, it was hilarious. Yeah. Truly. It, it, it was crazy because you know looking at that situation if you we could see that we could see that parking lot we could see that car which some of us like really thought was our car and then there's just these woods and it's dark and like venturing into the woods in the dark is never really like an encouraging task I guess Mm -hmm, but um we had to trust that the path that didn't necessarily seem most comfortable or the path that like I said, like put us out of our comfort zone or just did not look the most appealing or was scary in the moment. We had to trust that that path would take us home, would take us where we needed to be and not necessarily the path that, oh, we can see the parking lot with like the mm-hmm. lights and that car and all these things. But we, it was uh, bringing that, bringing back that element of trust, which, like mm-hmm. a super huge decision making moment right there. Yeah. I, I think it reminds us of the calling that we have. Um, you know, we we accept the the free gift of salvation that God offers us or that Christ offers us by faith. Faith plays such a big a big part of a Christian life. And you know, c- continuing on in the analogy, um, we had to take this long hike around the base of the mountain to get back to our parking lot. Um, it was easy. It was you know worth it to go down a safe side of the mountain instead of you know climbing down boulders in the dark, but as we're walking around, you know, it it was dusk and it got very, very dark. And so we had to pull out our flashlights and I was um, in front of the group leading the way and my flashlight went out. And so towards the end of the hike, when it was pitch black and, um, you know, we literally pitch black, like the sun was gone. (laughs) Like it was on the other side of the earth at this point. Like so true. Like nowhere in sight. (laughs) Um, it, it, it was really funny, but there were so many times, and I mean, there were tons of rocks on this trail, and there truly, was a, a little bridge over a creek. Like. Yeah, no, it's it's treacherous, man. Um, but the the lesson that it kind of reminded me there was that like I truly had to walk by faith and not by sight. And I I, I like I made a joke of it at the time. I was like, Drew, bro, I'm just walking by faith right now. I can't see where I'm going. It truly, was the Lord's providence that I did not trip and fall on my face or break a foot or anything like that. Yeah, I, I still have no clue. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna watch in the woods because like I was at the back at one point. Like we kind of switched around some. And I just, I was walking my little flashlight. And at one point, I just like look over my shoulder, expecting to see like some silhouettes of trees, maybe like a creepy little path. And I I look over my shoulder, and it's a wall of just like black. Like I saw <laughs> nothing. And I was like, oh, like <laughs> there could be some like animal behind me right now. Or like, what if there's like I don't know, someone scary. I don't know. I was so <laughs> it so was scary at that moment. It was. It was, it was. Oh, oh, it's so good. 
But, you know, it, it truly just reminded me that we, as Christians, we walk by faith and not by sight. That does not mean that we're called to a blind faith, that we believe in something because, you know, we've been told to or or anything like that. No, we knew we were on the right trail because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, our, our maps had told us that. But, like, we also had to trust that that was the right, tr- the right path, even when it was long and it didn't seem like it was leading anywhere. Um, it truly was taking us back to that place of familiarity, that place of the parking lot that we needed to get back to. But, you know, there something that Maddie Grace and I discussed a lot on this trip is college and, and why we made the decision to end up at Hillsdale College. Um, and, you know, we there is a university back at, in her hometown, um, a really great Christian school. And, um, we, you know, we got the opportunity to eat lunch there and just like hang out with her friends there. And it, it was awesome. And, you know, it just it was easy to get caught up in the things that we liked about that university and think about the things that we didn't like about Hillsdale, because it's not perfect here. We love it dearly, but um, nowhere is perfect. That's, no, but uh, that's yeah. what we learned. Yeah, yeah. Nothing is perfect. And there are pros and cons to everything. But you. Yeah no place is perfect and you're going to find something wrong wherever you're at mm-hmm. but there are really really good things um about hillsdale and and why we chose here so mm-hmm. that was just something we discussed a ton yeah what one thing we really we really learned was that there are, are pros and cons about everywhere you go and it really ties into trusting um you know where you're supposed to be and walking mm-hmm. by faith and not by sight because it it in like complete honesty, and I think anyone who's been completely honest will tell you this, no matter what school they go to, whether it's Hillsdale or whether it's a state school, wherever, there are moments when you're like, is this where I'm supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you have imposter syndrome or maybe mm-hmm. you're just like, man, like, is this like too hard for me? Like, mm-hmm. you have all these thoughts going through your head. And some of these are thoughts that we definitely struggled with this past week. And anyone being honest with you will tell you they've also struggled with these thoughts. Mm-hmm. But it's just bringing you back, you know, you remember why you chose where you chose and why you felt that like this is where the Lord was calling you or and like why you did these things and even in the moments whenever it does feel like you're walking through a pitch black forest like you literally have no clue why you are where you are and it's mm-hmm. just insane you have to trust like walking by faith not by sight you know like okay I'm where I'm supposed to be it may seem like crazy right now mm-hmm. but this truly is the best place for me to be right now. Right. I, I also think it plays back into this idea of looking back at what God has done in your life and and realizing what he's doing. And, you know, for me, just to look back on how I even got to Hillsdale in the first place is it's just a God thing. God did so many things. He was incredible and just providing, you know, the money to come and providing, you know, getting accepted in the first place. Just so many things like God made it clear that this is where I'm supposed to be. And, you know, there are moments when we just think about what we do or don't like or what we wish we could have or not have. And instead of being thankful, you know, for what we do have and realizing that no matter where we go, you know, nothing is is perfect. But but God is in control. And, and there are times when you might feel like you're alone or you might be truly worried about something that is important to you where you're at um and you might feel like there is a problem that you can't solve but like 
it's it's a matter of trusting like you might feel alone in the dark but you're not alone i mean it kind of reminded us like when we're hiking through this pitch blackness i looked up at one point and noticed the stars and i was like guys 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 turn your flashlights off for a second and just look at the stars and they were so bright and so beautiful you know we're out Mm -hmm. you know away from a city and they were just so much brighter and it was just it was such a great reminder like even even if we felt like there was no light out there that we were alone in the darkness you know there are the stars up there but it just was like even when we feel like we're walking through life alone or we're not really sure what's going on we're we're not really sure where we're going we're not you know, we don't have the light on our path to like show us where we're going. We're not alone. And, um, God is, God is sovereign and in control and he's with us. So, you know, we're, we're doing these last few steps in the dark woods and we're going, we're going. And one thing to like note about this park is that it closes an hour after sunset. And after we've had all these things happen, it's good. It's looking like we're going to end up at the parking lot like seven minutes after sunset. And all of a sudden these like sirens go off. Like I'm not talking just like a woo. No, I mean like blaring loud. (laughs) You're about to die. Like we're about to unleash the beasts on you. And it was very scary. So we're like hightailing it back to the parking lot and we get there and there's these like park rangers cars like surrounding our car with like blaring lights on them. But like the big thing about that is we got back to this parking lot that we know, but like everything looks so different because, you know, it's dark. We have these like flaring lights on us. And so it was a really crazy lesson lesson because we're back where we knew we're back in somewhere familiar, but um, it had changed. And to me, that just really reminded me of like coming home after college, which is something I didn't expect. I came back to my hometown. It was a place that I knew so well and it it all it, it had changed some and not like a ton and definitely not in a bad way. It was just as things had changed and I think it's so applicable to different parts of life because, you know, you come back and things have changed and it's just one of those things like you just you, you you're dealt the hand that you're dealt and you're like move on with that but it still ties into that trusting thing it's like oh like this one this is our car we know this for sure like (laughs) there is an exit to this parking lot even though we can't see it right now um so it's kind of like a really funny little situation but it kind of really ties well into life Mm -hmm. yeah I just think there's this huge aspect of trust Mm -hmm. throughout all of this um and you know to kind of like wrap this up one place, the, the, the final aspect of our hike was a Waffle House. I've never been to Waffle House before. I'm from the north. We don't have those in the north. To kind of just wrap this up, like it's super important to find the right kind of nourishment and encouragement. Um, You know, even trying something new that you've never done before. Like for me, I'd never tried Waffle House before, but it was lovely. And I I, I got a lot from that and it was delicious. Our table was so full of food. It It was so good. It was a feast. We were so hungry. Um, But it is important to be nourished with the right things. As you're you're walking through, you're walking by faith with with trust. Like if if we're going to be walking by faith, we need to be um, in that, in the right mindset to do that, to be in scripture, in, in God's word and filling our minds with the good and beautiful things that are true. And, um, and, you know, I just think it's important to remember, like, we both, we need to be nourished spiritually and, you know, and, and physically, like physically with food, you know, um, and, and, and just in relationships and, you know, in your relationship with the Lord, like to find good things that are refreshing to you and, to um, renew you in a busy season of life and and in in things that aren't 
maybe not the greatest, you know, when things aren't going very well, but to, to continue to walk, walk by faith well, Mm -hmm. um, instead of, um, relying on your own strength. Yeah. It reminds me of the hymn Onward Christian Soldiers. Um, Mm -hmm. like I didn't watch in that like little house on the prairie. They always played it or like we sang it sometimes because you can't, you can't keep going without that nourishment. So you have to constantly, Mm -hmm. you know, be in prayer, be in the scripture with that nourishment. Right. Um, Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us today. We're so happy that y'all could follow along with us on our hike and the lessons we learned over the past week. Um, we really we really enjoyed talking about them. As always, if you have any questions or any episode ideas, please email us at factoflifepodcast at gmail.com or send us a DM on Instagram uh, at factoflifepodcast. Follow us while you're at it. And you can also reach out to us on Twitter now um, at factoflifepod. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts and especially here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. That's right. As always, I'm Chloe Noller. And I'm Maddie Grace Watson. And and we we approve of this message. message.